Welcome to yet another edition of Sean's Sports Show. That's right, this is episode number 111, and I am coming at you from Los Angeles, California on Monday, July 2nd, 2018. Today, I'm going to be reporting the breaking news inside the world of sports, uh, reporting it and giving my take on each story. I'm also going to be covering the results and future matchups of the Los Angeles sports teams and the FIFA World Cup, as well as the results for the 2018 Wimbledon. So before I get to the news that has to do with NBA free agency that you probably have already heard as it came out yesterday, um, right after I recorded episode number 110. So before I get to that, I'm going to be covering a story that has to do with tennis. This has to do with Wimbledon in particular. Uh, Andy Murray has withdrawn from the 2018 Wimbledon tournament as he continues to struggle with his health. Per the Mirror's Neil McLemon, Murray has only played three matches since January when he had surgery on his hip. The 31-year-old was scheduled to play Benoit Paire in his first round of the tournament on Tuesday. Murray, who also pulled out of last year's U.S. Open after the draw was made, explained his decision not to compete, saying, quote, It's with regret I'm withdrawing from Wimbledon. Um, I've made significant progress in practice and matches over the last 10 days, but after lengthy discussions with my team and with a heavy heart, we've decided that playing best-of-five-set matches might be a bit too soon in the recovery process. We did everything we could, we could to try to be ready in time. I will start practicing on the hard courts from tomorrow and continuing with my rehab and at recovery, and I'm looking forward to the U.S. hard court season. Thanks for all the messages of support, and I'm excited to finally be back playing after so long out. Given the longer format of Grand Slam matches, most thought it was a smart decision to pull out. I did personally. The former number one, world number one player has won the Wimbledon Grand Slam on two occasions, the last time in his magical 2016 season. That year, he also made the final at the Australian and French Open and secured Olympic gold as well as the top spot on the ATP rankings. He struggled at the, at the start of the 2017 season, however, and injuries have now sidelined him for four straight Grand Slams. So personally, I hope, um, I think this was the right move, but I hope that um, it's going to all uh, wor- work out for him. Like, I, I just think that, um, you know, what can I say? I hope it'll work out and I hope he'll be, he'll be back for the US Open. Now covering, switching gears to the biggest story in God knows how long, LeBron James has made his decision. For the second time in eight years, LeBron James is leaving Cleveland. On Sunday, Clutch Sports Group announced on Twitter James is planning to sign a four-year, $154 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers after declining his $35.6 million player option with the Cleveland Cavaliers and testing free agency. ESPN's Brian Winhurst reported the fourth year is a player option. Winhurst noted that ultimately LeBron's decision came down to just two teams, saying on SportsCenter, quote, this was always going to be the place. It was always a two-horse race between Cleveland and Los Angeles. Lakers president of, of basketball operations Magic Johnson met with LeBron on late Saturday night and spoke for, quote, several hours, according to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne, who added additional details on their discussion, saying, quote, the Lakers had felt a sense of urgency this week to find a co-star, uh, LeBron, either PG or Kawhi. However, when Magic spoke to James late Saturday, he assured him this was a long-term play and his decision wouldn't be affected by a transaction they could make under time pre- a time pressure. Shelburne uh, reported it was a, quote, hush-hush operation without any leaks on the meeting, unlike discussions with the Cavaliers and Philadelphia 76ers. The Lakers were, were aware that they needed to give James time to announce his decision when he wanted to per Shelburne. James' de- James's decision will catapult the Lakers up to title-contending ranks. Looking at his numbers, it's not hard to see why at 33 years old, uh, James produced a sensational 2017-18 season. So, um, you know, that's that, and... Um, as a Laker fan, this is amazing. I'm so happy about this. Uh, I couldn't ask for anything more, and I'm, I'm just so glad that LeBron is with us, and I'm looking forward to next season. And hopefully we bring in Kawhi as well.
So now covering the NBA title odds um, after his decision. The Los Angeles Lakers may have LeBron James now, but they're still not the betting favorites to win an, an NBA title in 2019. According to Oddstruck, the Golden State Warriors are a minus 110 favorite, which you have to bet $110 to win 100 to capture their third straight championship. The Lakers and Boston Celtics are tied in second place at plus 350. Um, according to covers, uh, the Lakers' title odds had been plus 2,000 before James announced his decision. Um, the Lakers may not be done adding to their squad either. Uh, ESPN's Chris Haynes reported they reached an agreement to resign Contavious Caldwell Pope. And ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reported Kawhi Leonard still prefers a trade to Los Angeles. It's tough to gauge whether the Lakers can dethrone the Warriors until Leonard's situation is resolved. Should he to land in Los Angeles, the Lakers may have the pieces to truly challenge Golden State. But James, alongside a young core of promising stars, probably isn't enough to keep pace with the defending champions. Personally, I don't think it is in any way, shape, or form. Now covering, uh, switching gears to the NFL, covering Cam Chancellor, who last played for the Seattle Seahawks. Cam, Chan- Cam Chancellor is walking away from football. The four-time Pro Bowler and made the an- announcement Sunday in a lengthy statement posted on Twitter. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network provided additional details, uh, which he tweeted, quote, Now former hashtag Seahawks safety Cam, Chan- Cam-, Cam Chancellor isn't retiring, isn't officially retiring. He just wasn't cleared medically to play again. Big difference. That means $6.2 million this year and $5.2 million of of his base salary next year are guaranteed. So that's obviously good for him. For him. Chancellor is 30 years old, spent his entire eight-year career with the Seattle Seahawks. He missed seven games in 2017 because of injury. Quote, I always prayed to God and told myself that I would play this game of football until the wheels fall off. Chancellor wrote, well, the wheels didn't fall off, but God has given me a sign that I just can't, that I can't just ignore. Chancellor said his injuries were not healing as, ex- as he expected, which led to his walking away. Quote, I've played through all types of bruises and injuries at a high level, but this one I just can't ignore. He, the tweet read. Chancellor finishes his career with two second team All-Pro selections. He was one of the last vestiges of the Legion of Boom, the Seahawks' secondary crew that led them to back-to-back Super Bowls, including a title in 2013. Richard Sherman's release earlier this offseason helped signal an end of an era. Earl Thomas is the last remaining member of the so-called Boom. So, I'm a 49ers and Rams fan, so I don't really like Cam Chancellor, you know, just because he played on the Seahawks. Uh, but... You know he had a great career, and it's unfortunate that he has to leave not on his own, not as not on his own terms, but because of a injury. That's just the unfortunate part for me. Switching gears now to Kawhi Leonard and his situation, him possibly landing in Los Angeles. Kawhi Leonard's resolve remains the same as he seeks a trade away from the San Antonio Spurs. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reported Sunday that Leonard prefers a move to the Los Angeles Lakers. Should they land Leonard, he'd be the second All-Star Los Angeles added this offseason. Clutch Sports Group announced that LeBron James agreed to a four-year contract with the Lakers, as I already covered. James's imminent arrival in the City of Angels will likely give Leonard even more incentive to suit up for the Lakers. Of course, the Spurs ultimately have the final say where he goes this summer. USA Today, Sam Amick reported on a rumored, quote, Godfather Lakers offer. Los Angeles was prepared to put on the table. Reaching an agreement with James may provide the Lakers front office with additional comfort to sacrifice younger stars in return for Leonard. The Philadelphia 76ers are chasing Leonard as well. Yahoo Sports' Jordan Schultz provided some information on the ongoing negotiations between Philadelphia and San Antonio, uh, which uh, they read, quote, in exchange for Kawhi Leonard, the hashtag Spurs asked the hashtag 76ers for three future first-round picks um, and two current players. Per a source familiar with the negotiations, source would not comment yet on which current players San Antonio asked for. And then Jordan Schultz responded to his own tweet, tweeting again, Quote, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were not a part of the Spurs' ask from the 76ers in exchange for Kawhi Leonard, per a source familiar with the negotiations. 
Likewise, the Sixers could step up their pursuit after after having lost out on LeBron James. Wojnarowski reported Sixers officials met with James' representative Sunday before he announced his decision. The Lakers are already the biggest winners of this, this offseason after James agreed to a max contract. Acquiring Leonard would be the cherry on top and potentially make the Los Angeles a serious a serious challenger to the Golden State Warriors. But personally, I don't see them as a challenger without uh, Kawhi Leonard or at least another star alongside LeBron James, maybe Boogie Cousins or someone like that. Switching gears to um, the NHL. This is uh, interesting. I don't talk about the NHL too much when it comes to breaking news. The Toronto Maple Leafs and center John Tavares reached an agreement Sunday on a seven-year contract with worth $77 million. Tavares confirmed his decision to leave the New York Islanders and live a, quote, childhood dream of playing for the Maple Leafs via a post on his Twitter account, which read, quote, uh, to all Islander fans, these past six days have been nothing I could have ever expected, making the toughest decision of my life to, s- to stay where I have been my entire career or take a calculated leap of faith into an opportunity that I believe will be a- a special to me and my family. The island has been a home, and it's what I know. It's part of me. It always will be. I can't th- thank you all enough for the dedication you have sh- all showed. I'm sorry if this decision pains you. As you can tell, it wasn't easy, but have trust in the future because it is bright. The Islanders are in great hands. I am thankful that I had the opportunity to be an Islander for as long as I did. The island, the fans, the organization, my teammates will always be special to me and my family, but it's time to live my childhood dream here in Toronto. Um, you know, Toronto confirmed the terms of the agreement after Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet first reported the length of the contract. Darren Dreger of TSN reported Tavares, quote, left millions on the table to sign with the Maple Leafs as he was offered $13 million annually by other clubs. David um, Pagnotta of the fourth period reported the San Jose Sharks offered more than $13 million per season, while the Islanders increased their offer from $11 million annually to $11.25 million. Tavares emerged as one of the league's most dangerous offensive players since the Islanders selected him with the first overall pick in the 2009 NHL draft. The 27-year-old Canadian playmaker has scored 621 points, 272 goals, and 349 assists in 669 games across his first nine seasons, which ranks ninth in the NHL over that stretch per hockey reference. He's coming off a, he's coming off a terrific final year of his contract with the Islanders to... Um, to further set himself up for this offseason's monster payday, he tallied 37 goals and 47 assists for 84 points while appearing in all 82 of the team's uh, games in the season. In April, Tavares told reporters he hoped to remain with the Islanders but also wanted to consider which options would give him the best chance to chase a championship. Quote, obviously it's a big decision, he said. It's not an easy decision. I want to give myself the best opportunity to win the Stanley Cup and I obviously want to do it here, so I hope it works out. Along with his NHL success, which includes five All-Star Game selections, he also helped lead Canada to a gold medal at the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. The Islanders' loss is the Maple Leafs' game. Gain, excuse me, Tavares, who is the top free agent available on the market, will provide a major boost to the team's offense since he's still firmly in his peak seasons. He can slot in as the second-line center behind Austin Matthews during his debut campaign in Toronto. It gives the team the league's uh, best one-two punch at the vital position. Nazem Kadri will slide down to the third line, giving the Cup contenders terrific depth down the middle. So what a turn, turn on, turnaround it's been for Toronto as they uh, have been a laughing stock the last few years, but... They're uh, changing, changing the way they're per- perceived now. Switching gears now to the English Premier League. Liverpool confirmed on Monday that star forward Mohamed Salah has agreed to a new long-term contract with the club. Uh, Paul Joyce of the Times reported some of the details of the new deal. Um, it was a five-year deal, no release clause. Quote, I think this news can be seen for what it is. Rewarding a person who performed and contributed greatly for the team and the club last season, said manager Jurgen Klopp. Per the club's official website, it demonstrates two things very clearly also. His belief in Liverpool and our belief in him. 
The Egypt international enjoyed a breathtaking first season at Anfield, scoring 44 goals in 52 appearances and helping lead them to the UEFA Champions League final. Salah ended the season by finishing just three goals short of the club's all-time record for a campaign, Ian Rush's Hall of 47, although he did surpass Roger Hunt's mark of 42. After his incredible year, Salah was recognized with plenty of individual awards, including the PFA Players Fo- Player of the Year and the Football Writers Association Football- Footballer of the Year awards. According to David Maddock of the Daily Mirror, the reward for his season is a new salary of $10 million a year. Uh, after signing from Roma a year ago, Salah was always expected to be an exciting addition to the Premier League, although few anticipated he would be such a success. He excelled playing on the right side of Liverpool's front three with his close control and seeming sp- uh, and searing speed gave defenders countless problems. In 2017-18, the 26-year-old also discovered a composure in front of the goal that made him a force to be reckoned with. Salah could have finished the season with a lot more goals. Um... His season, though, ended in disappointing fashion as he was pulled out of the Champions League final in the first half with a shoulder injury and Liverpool went on to lose 3-1 to Real Madrid. It's a problem that hampered Salah's preparations for the FIFA World Cup and while he was still able to net twice, it was clear that the forward wasn't a fit as Egypt lost every game they played. So uh, that's that. This is a great move for Liverpool and it's, uh, I think this is a great move for Salah as well as he's getting paid and it seems like he likes it uh, in Liverpool. So Switching gears now to LeBron James again. LeBron James is officially going to be a Los Angeles Laker, as I already covered. Um, it's deja vu for the Cleveland faithful. In 2010, he infamous, infamously went on to national television and announced he would, quote, take my talents to South Beach. This press release was on the polar opposite end of the spectrum in terms of fanfare, and James' decision puts the free agency focus to bed. Obviously, the, the thank you on the way out to Cleveland won't do much to assuage the hurt feelings of Cavs fans who are watching one of the greatest players in history leave them for the second time in eight years but you know you can't you can't help but thank you know thank LeBron for what he did uh switching gears not to Lonzo Ball and uh LeBron James the Twitterverse the universe of Twitter went into overdrive on Sunday after LeBron James signed with the Lakers um so um the Lakers haven't reached the playoffs since the twenty since the twenty twelve thirteen season, but that will almost certainly change with LeBron now in the picture. Lakers legend Kobe Bryant was happy with LeBron's cho- choice, tweeting, "Quote: Welcome to the family at King James." Hashtag Lakers for life. Hashtag Strive for greatness at Genie Bus at Magic Johnson and RP. Well done. Lakers guard Lonzo Ball seemingly never had any doubt that the NBA's best player was going to t- make the leap from Cleveland to Los Angeles. Tweeting, "Quote: Y'all really thought he was going to pass up the greatest city in the world?" Hashtag The King is here. As Matt Moore of the Action Network pointed out, the Lakers appear to be heading toward another golden age in the franchise's storied history. In agreeing to sign with the Lakers, James left a lot of money on the table. He was eligible for a Supermax contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers that would have paid him $205 million over five years. Even so, ESPN's Darren Rovell tweeted that James will make more money over the life of his contract with the Lakers than he made during his entire tenure in Cleveland. Uh, while the start of the 2018-19 season is nearly four months away, the red carpet is seemingly already being rolled out for King James in LA. Lakers forward Kyle Kuzma expre- expre- expressed his excitement for LeBron James' arrival as well, as well as the Los Angeles Rams' football team. There is generally little gray area when it comes to the Lakers, as NBA fans tend to either love them or hate them. The same can be said about LeBron James, but Sean uh, Gentile of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette is among those ready to, ju- ready to jump on the Lakers' bandwagon thanks to LeBron's arrival. Not everyone is so bullish on the Lakers' James uh, marriage, however. Musician James McQuay-Taylor noted that the Lakers still won't measure up to the reigning NBA champion Golden State Warriors, even with LeBron in the fold. Also, Dan Katz from Barstool Sports mentioned the possible perils of the relationship between James and Lakers head coach Luke Walton. 
Much of the Lakers' success in 2018-19 will likely hinge on their ability to attract another major free agent or trade for someone like San Antonio Spurs small forward Kawhi Leonard. Uh, one intriguing LeBron-related note that Sean Hinkin mentioned was the uh, expiration of James' contract, which will coincide with the possible arrival of his son, LeBron James Jr., to the NBA. If LeBron desires to play alongside his son before he retires, it stands to reason that the team who lands Bronny in the draft could have a leg up on signing his dad as well. Regardless of how and when LeBron's tenure in LA ends, the union of arguably the greatest player in franchise and NBA history is a storyline that promises uh, to dominate headlines in the coming years. And again, as a Lakers fan, I couldn't be more excited than I already am. Switching gears now to somebody that the Lakers signed uh, along, alongside LeBron James. Um... Lance Stevenson is changing uniforms once again. ESPN's Chris Haynes reported on Sunday the eight-year veteran has agreed to a one-year $4.5 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. That comes after the Indiana Pacers declined his $4.4 million team option in June. The news came just hours after LeBron James signed with the Lakers. After being drafted in the second round of the 2010 NBA draft, Stevenson made a name for himself in four seasons in Indiana. He then signed a three-year $27 million deal with the Charlotte Hornets, which started his tour around the league. From 2014 to 17, the 27-year-old played for six different teams, which resulted in a return to Indiana. The 6'6", 230-pound guard seemed right at home during his second stint with the Pacers. Last season, he averaged 9.2 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 2.9 assists in 22.6 minutes per game. He averaged 10.4 points on 46.2% shooting in a first-round loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That comes following a season in which he played in only 18 games across three teams. So, obviously, things are turning around for him, and... Um, I'm happy to have him on the Lakers, but it'll be interesting to see how he will mesh with LeBron James. I predict that it will be something like how um, um, Ron Artest joined Kobe Bryant, you know, from the Houston Rockets after they used to go at it with one another. So I, I think it'll be fine. Switching gears now to Chris Bosh. 11-time All-Star Chris Bosh hasn't abandoned hope of making a return to the NBA. Sporting News' Sean Devini reported Sunday that Bosh could cite, quote, advances um, in blood thinning medication, leave him less susceptible to the blood clotting issue that put his basketball career on hiatus. Bosch's connecting connection to the James to the Lake, excuse me to the Lakers goes deeper than James. He was a guest of the team's uh, practice during in October. Lakers general manager Rob Palinka was also Bosch's agent before transitioning to his current role in the team's front office. Bosch has not appeared in, in an NBA game since the Miami Heat's one nineteen to one hundred one loss to the San Antonio Spurs on February 9, twenty sixteen. An independent medical panel ruled in June of 2017 that the 34-year-old suffered a career-ending illness after persistent blood clots forced him to miss large chunks of the 2014-15 and 2015-16 seasons. He remained a productive player during those two years, averaging 20 points and 7.2 rebounds and shooting 36.9% on three-pointers. During a February interview with Bleacher Report's Ken Berger, Bosch indicated he was looking to return to the league, saying, quote, physically, I'm great. We do know that medically there are some conversations to be had. That's a hell of a mountain to climb. I do understand that, and I want everybody to know that I'm not being naive about it. Berger, however, cast serious doubt on whether the comeback would actually happen. He wrote that the NBA's approval of an official contract, quote, would be next to impossible, even if Bosch were to agree to a deal with the team. So, um, that's that. I don't know what to think of this. I kind of want Bosch, but I don't really know. He seems kind of older now. I think it would be better if he stays, um, you know, retired. But another story with the Lakers... Free agent center JaVale McGee and the Los Angeles Lakers reportedly agreed to term Sunday on a one-year deal for the veteran minimum, according to ESPN's Chris Haynes. McGee is the third free agent addition for the Lakers this offseason. Uh, they signed LeBron James, Lance Stevenson, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope. 
McGee has spent the last two seasons serving as an uh, ancillary option at center with the Golden State Warriors. During that stretch, he averaged 5.5 points, 2.9 rebounds, and 0.9 blocks in 9.5 minutes a game. He also chipped in averages of 6.2 points at 3.1 rebounds across 29 total postseason appearances as the Warriors won back-to-back championships. While those contributions largely flew under the radar, head coach Steve Kerr praised McGee and tried to dispel the notion that he was something of a bumbling big man, despite his status as a shacked in a full staple. Quote, he's one of the smartest guys I've been around, Kerr told the Washington Post, Adam Kilgore in March of 2017. He's a techie. He's got he's got his drones. He's always up to date on every new technological advancement. Advancement. He's got funny stories. The team loves him. Um, the coaching staff loves him. Sometimes this league is, is about opportunity and, and who you're playing with. McGee will now bring his championship pedigree to Los Angeles, where he figures to occupy a role similar to the one he played in the Bay Area. In the months ahead, look for McGee to provide some supplemental bounce as a dive man, law partner, and shot blocker in a revamped Lakers front court. So as a, as a Laker fan, um, I kind of like this, honestly. Uh, veteran minimum he's a solid he's a veteran so i, I don't know I, I i like the move switching gears back to Kawhi leonard now clutch sports group announced sunday that lebron james will be a laker as i've covered so many times now Kawhi leonard will maybe may be preparing to pull out pull out at all the stops to join him Stephen A. Smith of ESPN reported league executives have speculated that leonard may consider sitting, sitting out the entire 2018-19 season if the san antonio spurs do not um Trade him to the Lakers. Per ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Leonard is 27 years old, has persisted in his request to be traded from the Spurs after having, a, after having a falling out with the organization over the last year. He can become a free agent next summer in 2019, which has forced the Spurs to seriously con- contemplate moving on from their disgruntled superstar. The Lakers would be able to sign Leonard outright next summer, but likely prefer a trade now to open their title window. It's unlikely the Lakers are willing to bid against themselves, though, so the type of trade package they're ultimately willing to give up remains to be seen. The Lakers failed in their attempts to trade for Paul George last summer, but Wojnarowski um, reported that he still wanted to sign with them in free agency. The Oklahoma City Thunder, however, uh, bet on their culture, traded for George and won. George, who was once considered a moral lock to be a Laker, is planning to sign a new contract with the Thunder once the moratorium ends. Given the fact that James committed without a guarantee of a second start, it's clear the Lakers do not want to miss out again. The overwhelming odds should be on Leonard to join the Lakers next year. James does not make career-altering moves without some foresight, or forethought, I should say. When he left Miami in 2014, Kevin Love's arrival in Cleveland was a foregone conclusion. It was all just a matter of when and how it was going to happen. With LeBron now in, in tow, it at least puts the Lakers in a position of power, and if these executives prove correct, Leonard is willing to do whatever it takes to chase titles with LeBron in Los Angeles. So, again, as a Laker fan, I'd love, um, I'd love to have Kawhi Leonard. Switching gears now to LeBron James again. This um, is pretty interesting. In agreeing to a maximum contract with the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James's career earnings have now passed the $1 billion mark. Per ESPN's Darren Rovell, James' new contract will push him into the 10-figure mark in career earnings with nearly 65% of that total coming from endorsements. This represents a meteoric rise in James' business profile in just two years. In December of 2016, Kurt Badenhausen of Forbes noted that the four-time All-Star had a net worth of $275 million to rank number 39 on a list of the 40 richest entrepreneurs under 40 years old. James has become a business entity separate from his talents on the court. He co-founded the, di- the digital sports programming network Uninterrupted, starting, start, started a production company called Spring Hill Entertainment, and invested in Blaze Pizza, among his many ventures and endorsement deals. Heading, heading into his 16th NBA season, James has been bu- uh, building toward becoming a Hollywood icon for years. Playing for the Lakers is the next logical step in his storied career. And again, again, this is uh, you know great for James. That's all I have to say. Um... Switching gears now to the Philadelphia 76ers. 
The Philadelphia 76ers reached the playoffs for the first time since the 2012 uh, since 2012 during the 2017-18 campaign, and they reportedly elected to keep a primary member of their rotation on Monday. Philadelphia reportedly re-signed sharpshooter J.J. Redick to a one-year contract worth 12.12 to $13 million, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Uh, Redick previously laced it up for the Orlando Magic, Milwaukee Bucks, and Los Angeles Clippers before joining Philadelphia on a one-year contract, but he clearly showed the 76ers enough to keep him around moving forward. The first-round pick from the 2006 draft has established himself as a dangerous offensive playmaker, stretching opposing defenders with his three-point shooting and taking advantage of their aggressiveness by driving past them if they, pass, if they press on, on, the, on his perimeter uh, looks. Reddick has averaged double-digit scoring totals in eight straight seasons and posted at least 15 points a night in each of the last uh, five seasons. While he will be 34 years old throughout the 2018-19 season, he showed no signs of slowing down in 2017-18 with the Sixers. The Duke product scored a career-high 17.1 points per game and shot 42% from the three-point line and thrived alongside Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Redick uh, was able to take advantage of the outside shots created by double-set Embiid's way on the blocks and defensive collapses when Simmons penetrated and he will look to replicate that type of impact with his new deal. Keeping Redick also allows the 76ers to maintain a playoff-vested veteran on the roster as they look to take the next step and win an NBA title. The guard has appeared in the last 12 postseasons, including an NBA Finals when he was with the Magic, Redick uh, provided plenty of veteran leadership to the 76ers, uh, which largely relied on the contributions of young players. So this is a, I think this is a great move, move mutually, and um, it's great for Redick. It's great for the 76ers, so what's not to like? Uh, switching gears now to uh, the Utah Jazz. They re-signed someone as well. Um, and that person is... Derek Favors, he agreed to a two-way con- two-year contract, excuse me, according to Mark J. Spears of the Undefeated. Shams Chernia of Yahoo Sports added that the deal is worth more than $36 million, while Tony Jones of the Salt Lake Tribune reported the second year of the contract is non-guaranteed. Favors is 26 years old, spent seven and a half of his first eight seasons with the Utah Jazz. He averaged 12.3 points and 7.2 rebounds in 2017-18, starting 77 games. Despite some spacing issues, the Jazz had success pairing Favors and Rudy Gobert last season. A year ago, it looked like there was no way he would return when his contract expired. But as the Jazz soared into a surprise second-round appearance in the playoffs, Favors seemed more open to the possibility. Quote, I know that anything can happen, Favors said per Jones. I want to be here, but I also know that it's a business. So when, that co- when the time comes, both sides are going to have to make business decisions. What I have to do is focus on what I can control. I want to help this team win games. I want to help this team go far in the playoffs. Favors uh, played the final season of a team-friendly four-year, $46.95 million contract in 2017-18. He missed 20-plus games each, in each of the previous two seasons. Given his reliance on athleticism uh, for effectiveness, these lingering knee problems have to be a concern. He's still young enough that his team contract will only carry him to the end of his prime, so he should be fine from a skill standpoint. Still, there's a reasonable question about where he fits in the current NBA. He doesn't really shoot all that well yet, though he's become more comfortable away from the basket. Much like a lot of big men, he's been... Uh, Tepidly dripping his toes in the three, in, uh, you know, trying three pointers, that hasn't gone well. He shot only two, twenty-two point two percent on on his sixty-three attempts in twenty seventeen eighteen. But you know, you gotta, why not? Why not try? Um, switching gears now to Tyreek Evans. Uh, Tyreek Evans' free agent tour now reportedly includes a meeting with the Los Angeles Lakers. Per ESPN's Chris Haynes, Evans is meeting with the Lakers on Monday after talking with the Oklahoma City Thunder on Sunday. According to USA Today, Sam Amick, the reigning NBA champion Golden State Warriors, also have interest in bringing Evans into the fold. Evans is an intriguing under-the-radar free agent because of his ability to score. 
the 2009-10 Rookie of the Year, averaged 19.4 points per game last season with the Memphis Grizzlies, his highest since his first season. He also shot a career-high 39.9% from the three-point line. Any team with interest in Evans has to take into account his injury history. The 28-year-old hasn't played 60 games in a season since 2014-15, including a two-year stretch from 2015 to 2017 when he played a total of 65 games. The Lakers are uh, filling out their bench after making a big splash Sunday with, Le with LeBron James signing with them. Evans' ability to shoot from distance would be a significant boost to a Lakers squad that finished 29th in the NBA with a 34.53 point percentage last season. So this would be a good move for the Lakers, in my opinion, and for Tyreek Evans to play alongside LeBron James. Switching gears now to another NBA story. Uh, Nerlens Noel is on the move again after reportedly agreeing to a deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shams Chernia of Yahoo Sports reported details of Noel's contract with David Aldridge, David Aldridge of NBA.com adding that it is for the veteran minimum and that both Russell Westbrook and Paul George were in contract, contact with the big men. Noel's te tenure with the Mavericks never materialized in a way that either side would have liked. He was acquired from the Philadelphia 76ers at the trade deadline in February of 2016, averaging 8.5 points and 6.8 rebounds in 22 games after the deal. Last offseason, he was a restricted free agent, hoping to receive a long-term extension. Steve Kyler of Basketball Insiders reported the 24-year-old turned down a deal from Dallas that averaged $17.5 million a season. So, boy, you he could have been making $17.5 million a year. Instead, of, instead, he's making the veteran minimum. So, you, you got to take, take what's on the table. After continuing, continuing to wait on the, on the market that didn't develop, Noel eventually accepted the $4.1 million qualifying offer from the Mavs for the 2017-18 season last August. He played sporadically uh, at the start of the season, averaging a career-low 15.7 minutes per game and missed 42 games after suffering a torn thumb ligament in a November game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Jonathan Sharks of The Ringer noted in November Noel's lack of playing time was in part due to the Mavs roster construction, saying, quote, there's no room for another traditional center in the Mavs' starting lineup. Opening with Noel moves their other key players out of their best positions. Dirk Nowitzki is 39 years old and in his 20th season in the NBA, and he no longer has the speed to play power forward. Harrison Barnes has um, been much better at power forward than small forward in two seasons in Dallas, where he can use his strength to match up with bigger players in the post on defense and then take them off the dribble on offense. Noel also um, missed the final five games of the season when he was suspended for violating the NBA's anti-drug prog program. He ended the year averaging only 4.4 points and 5.6 rebounds in 30 games played. So uh, that's that. This seems like a good move for OKC, just like the, um, you know, just like the move the Lakers that the Lakers got with um, excuse me, with Javale McGee. Um, switching gears now to um, something very interesting. Members of a youth soccer team and their coach have been found alive following nine days spent trapped in a cave in Thailand. Per CNN's uh, coach Olarn and Lauren said Morehouse. All 12 players of the team, known as Wild Boar, as well as their coach, were located in, in the Tom Luang, Luang Nang Non cave system on Monday. The rescue efforts at the Tom Luang Nang Non uh, cave have so far involved international assistance from the, quote, U.S., China, Australia, and the U.K., according to Olarn and Sad Morehouse. They also reported how drivers from the Thai Navy SEALs have been involved in locating the trapped teammates. While Chiang Ray Governor um, Narongask Osat Onakorn said everybody is safe. He also detailed how there is a long way to go before the players and their coach can be removed from the scene. Quote, we will uh, drain all water out from the cave. Then we will take all 13 people out of the cave. We are now planning how to send nurse and doctor inside the cave to check their health and movement. We will work all night. Doctors uh, adept at diving have since arrived on the scene, aiming to, quote, stabilize the boys before the final steps of the rescue can take place. Journalist Tim Newton told CNN, The team has been missing since Saturday, June 23rd, after getting stuck in the tunnels due to treacherous weather. Classmates held um, 
uh, you know, you know, we're praying for them. Thailand Prime Minister Prud uh, Chan Ocha has reassured families of those missing, per Richard C. Paddock and Ryan Jernwat of the New York Times. Quote, until they come out, the officers will never abandon them. So uh, that's that, and I'm, I'm glad that they've been found. That, that's just a scary situation. Switching gears now back to uh, free agency. This is an interesting story. Giannis Antetokounmpo will never have the Milwaukee will never leave the Milwaukee Bucks for the Los Angeles Lakers, at least according to the man himself in the year 2018. Antetokounmpo appeared on Fox Sports once the herd on Monday and said he plans on sticking things out in Milwaukee. Quote, to be honest with you, no, no way. Antetokounmpo said when asked whether he would leave for the Lakers, I like fish, finishing the stuff that I have with Milwaukee. My goal is to win in Milwaukee, bring a championship to the city. I would never leave for LA. Quotes like these are always a dangerous game. Giannis is 23 years old. Circumstances change. Motivations change. It was also a no-win question. Anything less than a de- definitive answer in the speculation machine would already be running you know, crazy. So that's that. He said the right thing, but uh, I wouldn't expect him to say anything else. Switching gears now to Julius Randle, his situation. The Los Angeles Lakers reportedly renounced the rights to restricted free agent Julius Randle on Monday, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN.com, making him an unrestricted free agent. By doing so, the Lakers cleared his $12.4 million cap hold off the books per spot tracks, but the, spot track, but the team also gave up the right to match any offers Randle receives in free agency, which adds to the likelihood of him playing elsewhere next season. Randall asked for the Lakers to renounce his rights after it was clear his role would change and Los Angeles wasn't going to make a long-term commitment, according to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne. The Lakers are certainly making moves. You know, Shams Cherney of Yahoo Sports also reported Monday that the Lakers have come to terms with veteran point guard Rajon Rondo on a one-year, uh, on a one-year $9 million deal. He'll be joining LeBron James, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Lance Stevenson, and JaVale McGee, all of whom have already agreed to deals with the Lakers. Monday's decisions from Lakers uh, could signal further moves. Perhaps renouncing Randall was the first step in clearing room to sign DeMarcus Cousins, who played alongside Rondo with the New Orleans Pelicans last season. Perhaps it's the precursor for a Kawhi Leonard trade involving Lonzo Ball. We don't know. So, you know, who knows? But uh, I'll, miss, I'll miss Randall. It was great having him. And now, this, uh, has been, this episode, is rec- I'm recording this episode on, um, what's it called? At 6.52 p.m. Pacific time, 9.52 p.m. Eastern. So a lot of this stuff already happened. Like, Julius Randle already signed somewhere. Um, so now I'll be covering where he signed real quick. Julius Randle has signed a two-year, $18 million contract with the New Orleans Pelicans. So that's that. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I wish him the best, and I'll miss him in L.A. Um, now covering all the other free agent moves real quick, just going down the list. So the ones that I haven't covered, um, Aaron Gordon went to the Magic for $84 million. Uh, Will Barton went to the Denver Nuggets f- uh, for $54 million over four years. Fred Van Vliet uh, went to re-sign with the Raptors, $18 million over two years. Uh, Alfred Payton went to the Pelicans on a one-year $2.7 million contract. Um, Arison Eliasova went to the Bucks. Uh, for seven million a year for three years, Aaron Baines resigned with the Celtics, um, eleven million over two years. Uh, Marco Bellinelli six million a year for two years with the Spurs. Mario Hajonia six point five million um, for one year with the Knicks, and uh, Seth Curry uh, three million a year for two years with the uh, Portland Trailblazers, and um, that's that. Now um, covering uh, what Kobe said about LeBron James and Lonzo Ball. This is uh, very interesting. 
So, the arrival of LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers changed the landscape of the NBA, and former Laker great Kobe Bryant believes it also changed the stakes for young players like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma. Quote, players like Lonzo and Kyle and, and the others now have that really good pressure to push them forward sooner rather than later, and I can't wait to see them respond to it, he said Monday per ESPN Los Angeles. It's going to be terrific. Brian also broke down the composition of the team, saying, quote, Well, if you look at the, the positions, I mean, they have a lot of versatility, offensive versatility, guys that can play make, create opportunities for themselves and for others, but can understand how to move without the ball. That's extremely important, he noted. He added that he believes the LA's defensive scheme and effort will be vital, saying, quote, The true test comes on the defensive end of the floor, Brian said. That's where the learning curve has to uh, pick up substantially, and that's what LeBron is actually really, really great at. I think that's going to speed up the learning curve for our young guys tremendously. Uh, Julius Randle's future in Los Angeles, you know, uh, he's gone. The team could also remain in the Kawhi Leonard trade sweepstakes or use some of its young assets to add another star to pair with James. Kevin Love and Kemba Walker are intriguing potential targets. It's unclear if Ball, Kuzma, and other young players like Brandon Ingram, who's 20 years old, and Josh Hart, who's 23, will even have a chance to play with James. Regardless, Brian uh, believes in the vision for the team. Quote, I've known general manager Rob Palenka long enough to tell you that he has thought of plan A to Z, he said. He has carved it a million different ways. He is extremely well prepared for whatever direction they decide to go in. Brian added, quote, they might have to give president of basketball operations Magic Johnson another statue. What Magic is pulling off is absolutely incredible. What he's been able to do and the legacy that, it, that he's had for our franchise, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. So I agree uh, with um, Kobe Bryant 100%. And uh, th- this is just all very exciting. So now switching gears to the Cleveland Cavaliers, an update on their situation post-LeBron James. Without LeBron James, the Cleveland Cavaliers are not a championship contender by any means. The team may struggle to reach the postseason in a weak Eastern Conference. The smartest long-term play for the Cavs might be to trade veterans like Kevin Love, accumulate assets, and rebuild around young players. But the organization reportedly isn't interested in taking that approach, according to Joe Varden of Cleveland.com. Quote, for days and weeks leading up to James's, James's Sunday announcement that he was indeed leaving, team sources have insisted to Cleveland.com that the Cavs would not go into full tank mode if James left, in which they essentially try to lose, clear cap space, and rebuild through the draft. Sources reaffirmed that position on Monday, for instance, holding to the organizational line that love is not on the trading block. It's possible in the weaker Eastern Conference that the Cavaliers could make a run at the number 7 or 8 seed, though a team built around love, rookie Colin Sexton, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, George Hill, Kyle Korver, Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, among others, still has a pretty low ceiling. The Cavs won't be a bad team by any stretch, but teams like the Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, Toronto Raptors, Milwaukee Bucks, Indiana Pacers, and Washington Wizards all have a higher ceiling. The Miami Heat should be, still be solid, while the Detroit Pistons will get a full season to see if Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and Reggie Jackson can lead them to a postseason. From a practical standpoint, however, the 2018-19 season will be a pretty good year to bottom out. Many of the worst teams in the NBA from a season ago will be improved, with a few teams likely to be, make significant jumps. The Phoenix Suns added DeAndre Ayton, Mikkel Bridges, and Trevor Ariza. The Dallas Mavericks now have Luka Doncic and DeAndre Jordan. The Memphis Grizzlies will return the healthy pair of Mike Conley Jr. and Marcus Gasol to go along with Jaron Jackson Jr. Plus, the Cleveland Cavaliers will only have their own first-round pick next year if it falls between 1 through 10. If it falls to number 11 or lower, it will be owed to the Atlanta Hawks. And there will be absolute, and there will absolutely be interest around the NBA in Love, who's a five-time All-Star, the 29-year-old that never put up monster stats during his time in Cleveland, often playing second or even third fiddle behind James and Kyrie Irving. So it's easy to forget he averaged 26.1 points, 12.5 rebounds, and 4.4 assists per game in his final final season with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's that. Uh, personally, as um, you know, if I'm the Cavs, I I sh- you know I believe the Cavs should trade Love. 
Um, but, you know, it's their decision, and I think they should tank. But, again, that's their decision as well. Switching gears now to um, back to the Lakers. Rajon Rondo is on the move once again as he came to terms Monday on a one-year, $9 million contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Per Yahoo Sports' is Shams Chernia, Rondo plans on competing for a spot in the starting lineup, according to Chris Mannix of Yahoo Sports. Mannix also reported the New Orleans Pelicans made an offer to Rondo, but the Lakers' deal was, quote, considerably better. Following James's announcement, uh, you know, all the guys signed with the Lakers. This would be Rondo's uh, six different organization in the span of five seasons. The 32-year-old continued his pass first ways to the Pelicans last year, averaging 8.3 points and 8.2 assists a game. He made an even bigger impact in the postseason, helping the Pelicans reach the second round, while averaging 10.3 points and 12.2 assists in 33.6 minutes a game. After totaling 21 assists in the Game 3 win over the Warriors in the second round, the second 20-assist game of his playoff career, he discussed his mentality going forward, saying, quote, I don't get fueled by people counting me out. I've been counting out my whole life since the day I was drafted, Rondo said. Per Mark J. Spears of the Undefeated, I laugh at the, I laugh at the critics. You can't measure a person's heart or the, or the determination and work I put into this game. At his peak, Rondo is one of the best facilitators in the game. He has four all-star appearances and led the league in assists per game in three different seasons. Now he joins a Lakers squad that already has a point guard in Lonzo Ball. He is currently fourth among active players with with 6,608 assists in his career, trailing only Chris Paul and uh, LeBron James and Tony Parker. However, LA has to be con- concerned about his lack of consistency from game to game and even year to year. Rondo put up good numbers two years ago with the Kings and during the playoffs with New Orleans, but he was virtually a no-show with the Bulls last season and had an up-and-down season with the Pelicans. The veteran also has only reached 70 games pl- uh, played once in the last eight seasons while dealing with various injuries. So still, I like this move as a Laker fan, and I, um, I hope it'll uh, work out for him. So, um, yeah, that's that. Now switching gears to the Boston Celtics um, and their top priority in free agency. Marcus Smart remains a restricted free agent, but the Boston Celtics reportedly don't want to let him get away. According to Adam Himmelsback of the Boston Globe, quote, Smart's free agency could linger for a while as he waits for a big money offer, but have been hearing that he absolutely remains the C's top priority of the offseason. Smart, who's 24 years old, helped the Celtics reach the Eastern Conference Finals with his tenacious defense. While his counting stats don't jump off the page, he averaged 10.2 points, 4.8 assists, 3.5 rebounds, and 1.3 steals. While shooting only 30.1% from three, Smart's ability to guard multiple positions was huge for a Celtics team that thrived on his defense. With Smart on the court, Boston limited opponents to a meager 99.4 points per 100 possessions per NBA.com. When he sat, that number rose to 103. Smart's impact on the Celtics' de- on the Celtics's defense is one of the reasons they'll likely make a strong push to keep him, in my opinion. Given the shrinking number of teams with available cap space, Smart may decide to sign a $6 million qualifying offer and hit unrestricted free agency next year. So we'll just have to see how this plays out. But if I'm the Celtics, you know, I want to I keep Marcus Smart at all costs. Now covering the last breaking news story of the day. Boy, is this upsetting for me, not only as a Laker fan, but as an NBA fan in general. DeMarcus Cousins is leaving the New Orleans Pelicans. DeMarcus Cousins and the Golden State Warriors reached an agreement Monday after the big man spent a season and a half with the New Orleans Pelicans. Yahoo Sports' Shems Jernia reported. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the deal is for one year and $5.3 million. Quote, Golden State used its taxpayer mid-level exception to reach a deal with Cousins, um, who underwent surgery in late January to repair the torn Achilles, Wojnarowski reported. He has been rehabilitating the injury and is hoping to return sometime in December or January. Cousins' decision came down to the Warriors and the Boston Celtics, according to ESPN's Chris Haynes. Uh, Shams Cherney of Yahoo Sports reported the recruitment of Cousins were led by Draymond Green, Warriors, GM Bob Myers, and Steve Kerr. 
The Sacramento Kings shipped Cousins to the Pelicans at the 2017 trade deadline, and he instantly formed the league's most dynamic frontcourt tandem with power forward Anthony Davis. However, the two were never able to vault the Pelicans into the Western Conference title conversation, namely because Cousins tore his Achilles in January. But before he hit the shelf, Cousins looked like an all-NBA lock. In 48 games last season, Boogie averaged 25.2 points, 12.9 rebounds, 5.4 assists, 1.6 steals, and 1.6 blocks a game, while shooting 47% from the field. He was absolutely terrific. He was in line for a five-year max extension from the Pelicans. So again, this is extremely unfortunate as a Laker fan and NBA fan. And NBA fan. And that's all I have to say about that. So now we're going to be covering the uh, Los Angeles sports teams, starting uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, at this currently it is seven o two p.m. Pacific time, ten o two p.m. Eastern. The Dodgers game today is at seven ten p.m. Pacific time, eight minutes from now. Uh, so after today, the Dodgers next game is tomorrow at seven ten p.m. Pacific time, ten ten p.m. Eastern. In game two of their series against the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Angels on the other hand did not play today. Their next game is tomorrow at seven ten p.m. Pacific time, ten ten p.m. Eastern against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, switching gears to the LA Galaxy, the Galaxy did not play today. Either their next game is uh, Wednesday, July fourth at seven thirty p.m. Pacific time, ten thirty p.m. Eastern against DC United. Um, so that's that. Now covering the LAFC, their next game is uh, tomorrow, July third at six p.m. Pacific, uh, nine p.m. Eastern against the Houston Dynamo. So that's that. That's all we have for the um, Los Angeles sports teams. Now we're going to be covering the uh, twenty eighteen FIFA World Cup. There were two round of 16 matches today. Brazil beat Mexico 2-0. Brazil was the better team. You know, they outshot Mexico and had more possession, so they deserved to advance. And Belgium beat Japan 3-2 in the other round of 16 match. Japan was up 2-0 in the second half, but Belgium scored three second half goals to take the win. The last of the last of which was in the 94th minute stoppage time. An incredible goal. So Belgium and, and uh, Brazil play in the quarterfinals. Tomorrow's matches, the last two round of 16 matches, Sweden versus Switzerland at uh, 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern, and Colombia versus England at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern. So that's all we have for the um, World Cup results. Now we're going to be covering the uh, results of the first round of the 2018 um, Wimbledon. And uh, to close out this loaded episode of Sean's Sports Show, starting with women's singles. Um, Lapko from um, Belarus was up 5-7-7-5-3-2 against Mikhail uh, from the USA. Seferova beat Bantarenko from Ukraine 6-4-6-4. The 29th seed from Romania, Buzernescu, beat unseeded uh, Belarusian player Sebelenka 6-7-6-1-6-4. Jeb Ewer beat Golubic 2-6-6-3-6-3. The 13th seed from Germany, Georgis, beat the unseeded Cuban player Monica Puig, cousin of Yasiel Puig, Puig 6-4-7-6. In a huge upset, unseeded German player Maria beat the 5th seed from Ukraine's Elena Svitolina 7-6-4-6-6-1. Tomova from Bulgaria beat Smitkova from Czech Republic 7-6-6-1. Stritsova, the 23th seed from Czech Republic, beat Kuznetsova unseeded from Russia 7-6-7-5. The 32 seed from Poland, Radwanska, beat the unseeded Romanian player Rus, 6-3-4-6-7-5. Ukrainian unseeded player Tsurenko beat Babos from Hungary, 7-5-6-2. Unseeded Czech Republic player Sinyakova beat the 16 seed from the USA, Koko Vandewe, 6-7-6-3-8-6. Mladenovic from France uh, beat Shmiedlova from uh, Slovenia, 5-7-6-2-6-2. Swan from the UK beat Begu from Romania, 6-2-6-2. The 25-seed Serena Williams beat Rus from Netherlands, 7-5-6-3. Blinkova from Russia beat Wang from China, 
6-7-6-4-6-4. Brangle from the USA beat Krunic from Serbia 2-6-6-3-6-3. Burdens, the 20 seed from the Netherlands, beat uh, Stefkova from Czech Republic 6-3-6-2. Wozniacki, the 2 seed from uh, Denmark, beat Lepchinka from the USA 6-0-6-3. Peterson from Sweden beat Kuzmova from Slovenia 7-6-7-6. Azarenka from Belarus beat Alexandrova from Russia 7-6-6-3. Kumkum from Thailand beat Para from the USA 4-6-6-2-6-3. The ninth seed from the USA, Venus Williams, beat Larson from Sweden 6-7-6-2-6-1. Makarova from uh, Russia beat Marnage from Croatia 7-6-2-6-6-3. The tenth seed from the USA, Madison Keys beat the Australian player Tomjanovic 6-4-6-2. Unseeded Italian player Georgi beat the 21 seed from Latvia, uh, Sevastova 6-1-2-6-6-4. Unseeded Croatian player Vekic beat the four seed from the USA, Sloan Stevens 6-1-6-3. Uh, Wickmeyer from Belgium beat Barthel from Germany 7-5-6-4 Kristea from Romania upset Ribarikova the 19th seed from Slovenia 7-5-6-3 Pliskova from Czech Republic the 7th seed beat Dart from Britain uh, 6-7-6-2-6-6-1 Petkovic from Germany beat Zhang the 31th seed from China 6-4-4-6-6-2 Dulgaru from Romania beat Pliskova from Czech Republic 6-4-1-6-6-2 And Rodina from Russia beat Lautner from uh, Germany 3-6-7-5-6-4 now covering men's singles, a lot of matches today on, on the men's side as well. Um, Albot was from uh, Albot was up three six six zero six seven six two three one against Carreño Busta, the twenty seed from Spain, but the match was suspended. Laco from uh, Slovenia beat Bonzi from France four six six three seven six six four. Biden from um, Slovenia beat Nor or from Slovakia beat Nori from um, Britain four six seven six seven six six four. Harrison from the USA beat um, Carbolas Baena six one six four six two. Manarino the twenty two seed from France beat Garen from Chile six three one six seven six six two. Lorenzi from Italy beat Dare from Serbia seven six six seven six two six four. Bellmans from Belgium beat Johnson from the USA seven five six three four six six seven eight six. Donaldson from USA beat Jaziri seven six six three six one. Monfils from France beat the 23 seed from France, Richard Gasquet, 7-6-7-5-6-4. Kevin Anderson, the 8 seed from South Africa, beat Gombos from uh, Slovenia, 6-3-6-4-6-4. Tistipas, the 31 seed from Uruguay, beat uh, Barrera from France, 6-3-6-4-6-7-7-5. Milman from Australia beat Travaglia from Italy, 6-7-6-3-7-5-6-2. Stan Wawrinka, unseeded from Switzerland, beat the 6 seed from uh, Bulgaria, Grigor Dimitrov, 1-6-7-6-7-6-6-4. Seppi from Italy beat Smith from Australia 6-2-6-4-6-1. Fabiano from Italy beat Bambri from India 2-6-6-3-6-3-6-2. The 9th seed from USA Isner beat Maden from Germany 6-2-7-6-7-5. The 13th seed from Canada round, Milos Raonic beat Brody from uh, Britain 7-5-6-0-6-1. Unseeded Russian player Medvedev upset the 16th seed from Croatia Borna George 7-6-6-2-6-2. Garcia Lopez from Spain beat Elias from Portugal 6-2-6-4-6-2. McDonald from the USA beat Barankis from Lithuania 4676366. Karlovich from uh, Croatia beat Yuzhny from Russia 4675763. Pella from Argentina beat Kubler from uh, Australia 6475476. Federer, the one seed from uh, Switzerland, beat Lajovic from Serbia 616364. Novak from Austria beat Polanski from Canada 626376. Unseeded from Germany, Struff beat the 32 seed from Argentina, Mayers 3667767661. Giles Muller from Luxembourg beat Memo from USA 7546763661. Lucas Puy, the 17 seed from France, beat Kudla from the USA um, 63632663. Stahovsky from Ukraine beat Sousa from Portugal 6363571664. 
Sam Curry, the 11 seed from the USA, beat Thompson from Australia, 6'2", 6'4", 6'3". Philip Koshar, the 25 seed from Germany, beat Donskoy from Russia, 6'2", 6'4", 7'5". The 3 seed from Croatia, Cilic, beat Nishioka from Japan, 6'1", 6'4", 6'4". And an upset Jerry from Chile, beat Krajinovic, the 28 seed from uh, Serbia, 6'3", 3'6", 7'6", 6'4". So, that's all we have for... Um, uh, this episode of Sean Sports Show. Thank you for, so much for listening. I appreciate all the support, and I'll see you guys on episode number 112, which will be recorded and released on uh, Tuesday, July 3rd, 2018. So again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys then.